Hello and welcome to Luxury Menswear, the podcast by J.L. Rocha Collections. My name is Jose Noel Rocha, and as always, I will be your guide through this journey of luxury leather goods, men's style, and Mexican history. I want to talk to you today about the death of the artisan. And that's not a joke from an Arthur Miller play. It is a topic that is becoming more and more relevant every day because artisans as a labor pool in terms of leather goods are beginning to dwindle. This is because of the conditions that are being created, the wages that are being propagated, and the negative feedback loop that we as a consumer are driving. When people want products in high qualities and large volumes at a cheaper cost, somebody has to pay the price. And more often than not, it is the artisan that is asked to pay that price. So how do we define an artisan? When you look it up on Google, they define it as a worker in a skilled trade, especially one that involves making things by hand. I don't believe in that particular definition. I believe that an artisan is somebody who has learned to imbue art into their craft. Because across any sector, you can find artistry. What separates great world-class athletes from those that are paid less? They've learned to imbue their passion and skill into their art form, which just happens to be sports. And through that particular field, they receive compensation, reverence, and respect that allows them to train and develop new skills and new opportunities. That's not the same kind of respect that we see for artisans and leather goods, particularly not in Mexico. When we look at the wages that are being paid, when we look at the amount of time that is afforded for them to create a particular good, it just doesn't match up with the amount of time that it takes to actually hone the craft and become a master. And it also doesn't allow the space for passion to be imbued into the product. It's creating a situation where historical techniques from Mexico are starting to be forgotten and technology instead is beginning to take the place. And regardless of that fact, that doesn't make it any safer for the actual operators of this machinery or for the artisans that are crafting the leather goods because it asks them to create their products faster. And when you work faster and when you work in larger volumes, it allows for the opportunity to be overworked or to lose focus. And this can result in injuries, this can result in quality defects. And more often than not, it doesn't truly give the space for a product to be a legacy piece. Leather goods are supposed to outlast us and our lifetime. And it's beautiful to see a product that can be passed down from generation to generation. But while the consumer-driven price chain of Mexico continually asks for more, as they ask for larger volumes so they can offer their consumer a cheaper price, it creates a situation where Leather jackets and luxury leather goods are beginning to be viewed as commodities. They are easily disposable and they are based on style rather than on actual look and legacy, being timeless. That's what a leather jacket should be. 
In the words of Einstein, one leather jacket can solve your coat problem for many years. It's not necessary to have a multitude of them. What's important is to invest in a high quality product that will last. Because leather goods are made through a particular art form that is crafting. And that art form comes from many different phases of a process. Even just before a leather good is crafted, the skin has to go through preparation. And that requires at least a three-step process. It requires the sourcing, which means that farmers and people that raise animals need to treat them with a good life because a good life can actually result in a more malleable skin. Animals that live a life full of stress that are raised for slaughter, they tense up and the release of hormones creates a tougher skin and oftentimes that means that your jacket feels stiffer it means that your product is not as high quality and again there is no beauty behind it what's relevant is that even before it begins processing that your product has love behind it has passion behind it and that's what we care about because when it comes to trimming and cleaning, it's important for details to be cared for. A leather hide that is provided to a particular tannery, it has to be trimmed and cleaned first, which means it has to be washed in some form of soap or detergent. And into that detergent has to be introduced lime, which creates an acidity that allows for hair to be removed from the skin more easily. The second phase of that is an actual trimming by hand. And after the trimming by hand, you wash it again so that way you can begin the tanning process and once you start tanning decision making becomes a large factor because you can tan using vegetable tanning which is the most commonly used and historically passed down method from mexico or you can use chemicals and chemicals create unhealthy conditions which create negative health effects in artisans and in turn because of wages they cannot maintain their health and once again, the labor pool dwindles. So choices and techniques are not only relevant because of the color, but it's also relevant because of the quality of life of your artisan. After tanning, you have to wash and dry your hide again. And then once your hides are washed and dyed, you can begin the actual manufacturing process because the skins are cut. They have to be cut into a particular uniform size and depth and thickness and that also requires artistry depending on how you decide to use this process you can do it by hand or you can do it using a large-scale machine regardless of which the details are necessary it requires skill to do it by hand and historically that is what mexicans have done but more and more as, as technology becomes introduced we see that more band cutters are being used and that's not necessarily a bad thing because you can cut in a more uniform piece in a faster time but without the proper training and without the proper investment into the laborer you can also see potential injuries and that is never good for anybody so what comes next after you have uniform pieces of your leather you can finally begin the actual creation process we work with our team to create what is known our patterns and 
Pattern creation is an incredibly important piece of the manufacturing process. It requires an intense look at the details. We make sure that we find all of the key materials beforehand in terms of lining and zippers because those are things that Mexico has not traditionally made and they take a little bit more time to find and to have delivered. So the leather and the assembly of that leather is where our heart and soul really is put into the product. Because once we design the patterns, we create what can be used to actually cut the leather into the pieces necessary for assembly. Typically this is done in terms of the body first and then the sleeves, then finally the cuffs and the collars, and lastly any detailing that is necessary. And depending on the leather that you choose to use, or depending on the skill of the artisan, you can have more or less waste. And this is also relevant because what we've found in terms of the studies that have been done in Mexico is that when an artisan is given the time to actually dedicate themselves to the cutting of a product, then we see less waste. And that's much better for the environment. Not only that, but it creates a higher quality product. More often than not, People who own factories are asking their artisans to cut in bulk. They're stacking leather on top of itself and asking their artisans to use new forms of machinery to cut all of those pieces of leather at the same time. And unfortunately, that's just not possible to do in a high quality way, especially when payment is being issued by the stack. Many manufacturers are beginning to pay their laborers by the stack. And that means you have to work fast and it means you have to do as much as possible in one given day. And that is very harmful to our trade because what we are doing to change this paradigm, what we want in terms to create an artistically made product to actually have a work of art in your hands is to allow the artisan to cut one piece at a time to look at the details, to truly focus and to do it with passion, knowing that through every stage of the process, our team has been working together to make something beautiful. That is how you can imbue artistry and life back into luxury leather goods. And while we are here, we will continue to fight for that mission and we will continue to develop. We believe in this practice because that's where we come from and that's where our history comes from. And we're so thankful that you can join us because nowadays you can find leather goods from many places. And the rise of what we now see as direct-to-consumer brands has created some of this negativity that artisans are experiencing in Mexico. And we want to remind you that just because a brand is marketed to you as direct-to-consumer does not mean that they are truly making choices to craft a great work of art. Sure, it's fine to have a lower cost product than have more of them, but with leather goods, we truly want to remind you that it's important to buy high quality goods that will last instead of buying to have a large volume of them. And you have to make sure that wherever you go, whatever you do, that you can walk proudly and that's a lesson that's been passed down through my family for generations. And that's why we do what we do. We are not a direct-to-consumer brand. We are investing constantly 
in making sure that our practices are done properly. So the real difference here is not that we are asking manufacturers to cut us deals on volume and make us more and then turning around and asking you to pay lower costs but to buy more. We're asking you simply to join us on this journey. Build a life with one of our luxury legacy pieces and see where it takes you. And we hope through that you can see how our legacy and yours live hand in hand together. And between the two of us, we can truly make something that is called art. And that's what this life buckles down to. Being able to live with respect, with comfort, and the ability to imbue art into everything that we do. So as always, I want to thank you for joining us on this journey and for joining me in this podcast. We love to hear your support and your feedback, so feel free to give it to us at any time through our social media or through our website. Thank you again, and I wish you handmade moments. Gracias.